This episode is brought to you by Classical Conversations. To find out more, please visit classicalconversations.com. CrossPolitik begins in three, two, one. Stop a heart that breaks for a dying city. Stop cursing your future. <laughs> is not true. For all intents and purposes, I am a woman. No government, no political system has ultimate supremacy. Jesus is king of kings, and it's about time our nation returned in humble submission to his lordship. You are not protecting women. You are authorizing the destruction of 500,000 little women every year. I didn't start it. Sir, sir, with all due respect, that's the argument of a five-year-old. I didn't start it. Right When the spirit comes upon people, they go to war. They go to battle, and the enemies of God are driven back, and they're slaughtered. You are listening to Cross Politic with Gabe Wrench, the Water Boy, Pastor Toby Sumter, and the Chocolate Knox. <laughs> All right, hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politic. We're already having a conversation going. This is going to be a great show. We have, of course, as you guys can see, Darren Doan with us, yeah, director, yeah. movie producer, yeah. provocateur. Yeah, Darren yeah. Doan, even movie star. Movie star. That's yeah. true. Yeah, that's Darren true. Doan. It's, yeah. it's, it's kind of like when you throw a party and you invite certain people, but like I'm like the gamble. I, I might be the drunk guy that shows up. Yeah. You're I, just never I, quite sure what's going to happen. <laughs> my, uh, it depends on if everybody else is drunk too, then you fit right in, right? We just, like, we just watched, my family actually just watched, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, uh, we rewatched for the first time in a long time Mercy Rule. Oh, wow. Okay. And, uh, yeah. and, you, have a, and you have a cameo. In, I in do. That, in that, I do. That's <laughs> actually my inner me. Yeah, I know. I, 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 I am. I am stopping that character yeah. Yeah. all day long. Oh, all but, day long. But, but Darren is yeah. so fun. It's so fun. Thank we, you. We, we really. Uh, we had a great time watching that movie. And did you have anything to do with that? Were you involved with that, David? Uh, towards the end, that okay. was right when I was being brought in. Yeah. Mercy Rule. Yeah. Uh, Kirk oh, Cameron, yeah. uh, written by Indy Wilson. Yes. Um, and uh, and our our friend. Darren makes a little cameo with his family in the stands. Yep, and, that's and, right. And we'll get into more of the yes. intro, more okay. of stuff Uh-oh. that you're involved in. Yeah. Uh, we'd also, we're going to be doing a live show here August. Yeah. <laughs> August 25th. I, I was the subject. At 4 p.m. We'll get back to you. We'll yeah, get back yeah, to yeah. you. August 25th. At 4 p.m., and we have uh, like Timothy, <laughs> Timothy Brindle hey! coming out. Hey! Is that Timothy Brindle? That's Timothy Brindle. Really? Go baptize you your kids I'll, if you have some. I, I didn't know. That's right. Timbo. No. So uh, we got Timothy Brindle coming out, do a so, live show. So if you've been wondering what the deal is with this line. Go baptize your kids if you have children. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, mm. Then, you know, hey, this is a, this is our chance. Yes. We, got, like, we can talk to the guy. Who who sang that or or said that or wrapped that mm, Ra- wrapped go, that? Toby. Oh wow, how, how do I say, hey, how do I hey, say hey. that? <laughs> wow, are you are you, are you dumb? <laughs> oh man, that's great. Oh. So that's, this is at Christ Church's post college life conference. So you can sign up post college life. It's forty. I think it's forty bucks to go to the conference. You can go to our Christ uh, our church's website, ChristKirk.com. Uh, under events, you'll be able to find more information about I it. Just the topic, it up. the topic for the conference is Cannibal Christianity. Toby has a talk. I'm going to be giving a talk. Yes. What you talking about? Um, <laughs> what you talking about, Toby? <laughs> I should pull it up and see what it says. Why are you um, looking at Gabe? Like he was looking I for the date. Said, like, can- looking crazy. I looking thought it said cannibal. <laughs> when I looked over. I was like, cannibal. <laughs> cannibal Christianity. Yeah. yeah. Like, wow. No. No. It's cannibal. Have you read John six recently? It's um, very first century. Yeah. I'm, I'm giving the opening talk. I've got talk number one. It says. What's really going on out there? How to read the story and your role in it. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? So you're going to be doing what's going on? So, hey, what's the question real quick before you go? If you have a second. What's going on? Yeah, what what Uh, is going on? I'm going to be talking about Daniel. Mm. Mm. So you got a new diet plan. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Actually. Okay. That's right. I All got right. a new I got a new diet All right. plan. All right. Yeah. 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 So I'm I'm gonna be talking about um so this is um we're talking to young professionals, people that are are in the in the world trying to make a difference. Okay. Um and um and I wanna use the story of Daniel as a as a type for um Compromise. How to, how, how to oh, think wait. about? Um, you, <laughs> wow. You, you get hired on by you know Babylon University, <laughs> right? You get you get you know Babylon Inc. You get hired on um, by Persia International. Uh oh, you getting ready for this? You know, no, I'm just because you know. We, I'm sure, you guys know this, but in this position, you're kind of like this. So I'm trying to figure out how to 
yeah. be a part of this, you know, this <laughs> thing here yeah. and uh, be facing everybody. I'm just going to let him just, oh, just no, do that thing. Do just do that, do that thing. That. Anyways, I'm, I'm, that's working. what I'm, I'm going to talk right. about because I think, you know, we, we, everybody wants, you know, what's the, what's the saying? Everybody wants to be the hero, but never, everyone wants to save the world, but nobody wants to help mom do the dishes. Yep. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, went, everybody yeah. says I'm going to be so brave. I'm going to be so courageous when I, get, you know, when when the boss calls me in and says, you know, I need you to give the keynote address for defending transgenderism. Yeah. Mm. You know, and you're like, oh no, I'd never do that. Yep. You know, I'm I'm going to stand my ground. I'm brave. I'm going to be brave and courageous. Yeah. And, yeah. and you say, uh, probably not. Mm. Pro- probably when that happens, you're going to cave, unless unless you've actually been practicing courage. And making careful distinctions from the get-go when it yeah. comes to things like what you eat. Mm. Right. Okay, mm. there you go. Well, there's there's that, the that's, 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 that's where's my $40. That's I, the I pay for it. That's good. And then cross, but, and so CrossPolitic is doing a show We're live. We're doing a live show. At the end of that conference. On Saturday at 4 o'clock in the conference with, with Timothy, Timothy Brendel. Brendel. Baptize your kids if, if you got, got some. Uh. Yeah, We're going to be doing <laughs> he, that. He should say, if you got some. I think he said it right. I, I mean, That's he said, okay. if you have some, Maybe but he'd we be can, like, if you got some. When he's here, you can ask him if he, if, if he thinks that would be an improvement. <laughs> please, please don't do this. This, this. this is like being at like a family reunion. <laughs> but you're the guest that's not related. <laughs> and, you're, and, you're, and everyone's in. You're like, hey, you guys should. <laughs> I'll just. I'll just I'll just sit right here and drink my coffee. <laughs> hey, real quick, we gotta we gotta plug our club membership before we move on here. Yeah, oh, no, let's uh, do some other stuff. Yeah, um, let's go on. I have to I have to. Could have come along. at one forty five. I have to move this along. <laughs> And uh, we just want to thank you guys. Our digital content, we're done with our first disc of our Worldview series. So all our club members, you guys, I'll be uploading that on Saturday. What's you the name of the Worldview series? Our Shotgun Worldview series. Uh, just making sure right? you had that. Okay. Our Shotgun Worldview series. And uh, someone, actually, I was working on our website last week and uploading half of the digital Worldview series online, and someone went and bought it. Way to go. Well, it was only halfway uploaded. It was only halfway uploaded, yeah. and someone went and bought it, and I was like, no! Uh, why are so you I, crying about that? Thank you. I, uh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you very much. That's dedication right there. So the the poor gentleman had to wait. Um, he's our he's our, a listener from the UK. Had to wait, and and I sent him a link today to be able to uh, download the whole series and everything. So, so. the first ten episodes are now yes. up. The first ten chapters yes. of Cross Politic Worldview Shotgun Series. Yep. And you can buy them if you're not a member. You can buy them for nine ninety nine, ten bucks. Yeah. And we're also doing a Bible study um, uh, sale, also or body Bible study package where you can buy five to ten licenses, depending on how many for. So you can share them with uh, your family, yeah. and and there'll be pricing for that. It can too. involve people who don't feel like they're part of the family, feel like they just got to do like their Bible reading while they're while waiting they, for. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, <laughs> when you know, when a pastor has his Bible, it's always fun to grab it and see where the notes are. I just go, I, <laughs> I go to like First Corinthians fifteen. I just see what what notes they yeah. got. <laughs> Stuff and fourteen, fifteen, and just see what's going on. So. He's just loading up on Toby's nose, like ah. <laughs> yeah, I know what to say now. So that's coming out. To, that's rolling out to all our club members right. this weekend. And if you sign up for our club membership, you obviously can get free access yes, to for free. Yeah, for free. Uh, plus access to discounts in our merch store and other other digital content we're actually going to be dropping here in the next couple months. But we have and maybe that- Darren might have some digital content for our club members we can talk him into. Or something. <laughs> Let's put him on the spot. Let's put him right on the now. spot. Like, what can you give us? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I got I got plenty of stuff that, that, that nobody wants. So believe me, I no, I was actually thinking like, what could I give? Yeah. Yeah. I got, Shoot, yeah, you I, got me. Yeah, I got, got lot. No, I got lots of stuff that yeah. turns out nobody wanted. Okay. <laughs> so Darren, I got to start with your state, man, California. Oh, you're yeah. from you're from California, aren't you? I I am. Yeah, were you born and raised there. Born, bred, and so, spread. So what's going on? It with... says Westlake Village here. Yeah, Westlake. Yeah, on Wikipedia. Wow. That's right. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> on Wikipedia. So what's going on with Santa Barbara? Have you have you been following Santa Barbara? They're they're making straws illegal. So mm, it's about so, time. So <laughs> businesses can get starting at a two hundred fifty dollar fine, and it at one point the city council you say two hundred fifty dollar fine. That's yeah. worse than a parking ticket. Yeah, or a speeding ticket. Up to six months of jail time. Yeah. yeah, the city council's dialing back that that the jail time thing. Um, but the city council's basically wanting to require businesses to not give out straws anymore, hand you know, straws and all that stuff. Awkwardly, I'm I'm all for it. One, I think you should man up and just sip straight from a cup <laughs> on any beverage. So your your problem's Yo, a functional, it's right. a functional problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, and secondly, um, have you seen the face men make when they sip from a straw? <laughs> That's what I mean. It's just it's 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 a little sweet. So you so you you uh you object aesthetically. It's, it's you an aesthetic object. Straws on aesthetic grounds. Yes, absolutely. It's effeminate. Uh, well, yeah. It's just and or Message. or ambiguous. 
okay. you know, which um, is effeminate. Yeah, yeah sure. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, but and then, yeah. So I, I, I'd actually be all for that. Um, and it's sort of like we, we get all these things, and we, we get all these blessings, and at some point though, when something gets taken away, you got to kind of wonder like what, what actually just happened here, mm. you know, and. There is a, I don't know what language we can use on the show, but there is. I got a beat button over here, so just. There do. is so much plastic in the ocean right now. It's absolutely, it's insanity. Yeah, yep. And so maybe we didn't do that personally. We're not sitting there throwing our straws in and all that stuff. But look, when something like that comes, you know, comes downstream to us, no pun intended. It's it's okay. Something happened. We didn't take care of something. You know, you said sure. it's like it's like it's like the oil light coming on. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's an abs- I mean, it's an abs- so whoever we put in charge of us, and they put in charge of them. How whatever's going on, all this plastic is ending up in the ocean. Yep, and it's bad. It, so, but largely, largely, that's not coming from the U.S. No, no, we he's, have, he's, he's we saying, have good he, sanitation processes. He's granting that. He, he's saying yeah, that. Right. No, but, but, but what I'm saying is, but that's what ends up happening is that we have all these relationships. We're in bed with everybody, and so we're doing one thing, we're doing the other. You got China, you got us, you got all these currents, all this stuff, and then you get to Bali, and they're swimming, literally swimming in trash, in right. trash, yeah. in plastic. You right. know, and so I'm I'm the last guy to get all <laughs> environmental, whatever, and this and that. But at some point, if you don't pick up your poop and you keep letting it go in the ocean, it's like. Someone's going to figure it out. I grew up in California. I know what it's like to go to the beach, and it just shut down mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's just Trash whatever laws up. we have yep. with excrement coming into our oceans. It's like it's a little high today. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, so, but then we, do you look at the I, the answer to the problem is saying then what we need to do in America, who's not responsible for any of this, what we need to do is ban straws. Sure. Why not? But so the people who are not guilty of the crime need to be punished for you, it. You don't. There's, there's. You're not guaranteed a straw in life. No, nah, but I mean, this is. I mean, like, but for but, the city council to regulate it. You know? But but, uh, but here's part of the here's part of the question though. So, so we I mean, sold the farm so long ago, and now we're upset about straws. Cal- yeah. yeah. Like, oh, now, now I'm going to speak you up. You're taking my straw. You took my straw away. It takes that, though, right? But, but yeah, this, this is the point. Is I'm getting at it's like, I mean, so, you straw know. Straw that broke the chem. That was good. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. but. Watch it, guys. Cal- Darren has a gun here. So you got to be careful how you approach this. That's why man. I've been so quiet so yeah, far. I've been trying to be really nice. Um, he can kill the babies, but this job. I don't want to get shot but, by my mentor. But, but that's actually the, that's the point, though, is, is like, is like you know, Californistan or whatever you want to call it. But like, right, yeah. Like, I mean, we're regulating everything. Right, but that's why I left. Is that, yeah. I got so it you can have I a straw. Like <laughs> so you, yeah. You but, wanted a straw. Yeah. But there's a, I mean, <laughs> have, have you ever thought, like, is it an accident that the droughts are so bad in California? Um, well, it is a desert. Yeah. So I I don't. So in one well, part sense, of, part of it's a desert. Not all. Yeah. Of it. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's. I it's, mean, northern but, uh, northern uh, California is I mean, flush with right. water. Just, Absolutely. Does yeah. God send droughts on California? Um. Yeah. I mean, well, that's a turn. I'd let someone like you answer that yeah. that that question. <laughs> yeah. I saw your Bible notes. <laughs> you know. Yeah. I saw First Corinthians fourteen. I saw what you had underlined. Um, but well, my, I think I think but, part of the issue is like it's virtual sig- signaling. If we're outlawing straws, but then letting abortion. On demand in in the state. I mean, it it just didn't line up. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't seem to me like California really cares about straws. It doesn't seem to me like California really cares about plastic in in Bali. Yeah, but I mean, there are people who do, and I'm not, and I'm not disagreeing with the fact that that's a problem. Darren does, but but yeah, I mean, they're killing babies. Um, they're stealing. The, you know, tax right. rates, um, the yes. kinds of regulation that yes. they're doing. Everything that made you come to Idaho. It, it's it's <laughs> right. like, uh, you know, and they suddenly grew a, a moral backbone, right. or right. is this not about that? You know, I think I, I take a little more of a twisted view on it. Um, I just really enjoy it. Um, <laughs> because now that you're gone. No, yeah, no, no, be, because people act as if. These decisions and these people making these decisions just came down from space. Like it just happened out of nowhere. Right. Yeah. Right. Thin air. Yeah. They're all people. Yeah. They're just people who said, we want to make the rules around here. Right. That's it. Yeah. And they're making the rules because they said, we want to make the rules. And so I look at that and I go, what, what more do you need to see to go, right. if you want to make the rules, just get involved, get elected, 
get behind. I mean, it's it's really easy, but nobody wants to get involved. And so if you don't want to get involved, then you wake up one day and someone said, you don't get a straw. So, 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 so it's kind of something that we've been talking about question? here for a long yeah, yeah. time. Yeah, what, Fair enough. What about this question? So we um, off offline earlier before you got into the studio. And by the um, way, I thought that was the free market. I mean, look, in the sense that these businesses, if they're making the decision to go with the regulations and they were a part of it, whatever, look, the, the businesses could have said, no, it's going to ruin business. It's going to, they don't care. Right. Now, every time I take a bite of something, I get the funky wood flavor in my mouth, you know, that I don't want comboing with my foods. <laughs> but those are the businesses. That's what they're doing. We don't have to go there. Sure. Yeah, absolutely. True. So what about this aspect? Um, uh, Knox brought up when we were talking about this offline before the show got started was, why ban straws? Like, like, why the straw? Did he just why take my lead? Straw? Yeah. He and took my lead. Yeah, it's like point zero zero something of the actual plastic. Yeah, like, right. why straws? Right. But, I mean, is that like? But this is like, um, you know, he Doug, our, our pastor. I didn't know if you're going to go there or not. Yeah, our, our, this is our pastor brought up. Can I finish? Can I finish this? <laughs> <laughs> you remember when all the. Um, uh, Oh, tell me if you need help because I remember. No, 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 no. <laughs> all the monuments, all the monuments were being taken down. Also, Robert E. Lee and all that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And, and and Pastor Wilson's point was like, "Hey, there's a bigger play going on here. Right. This isn't about the monument. If they get your straws, they're right. going to get something else. Right. So, yeah. in, in some sense, that's and so. Like, and so we were talking. Like, we're like, so what are they get? What are they after with the yeah. straw? Why like, the straw? Why the, why not lids? Well, what? I don't think it's that. Look, I again, the, the reason why I get kind of giddy about it is is because everything that's happening right now seems to only affect people that go to starbucks and so there's and, and so <laughs> you're like maybe this is no no this and this is like, funny no, no, i mean liberals continue to judge themselves it's kind of like when liberals get upset about smoking cigarettes and you're like yeah who smokes cigarettes except all the liberals like that's right. That's right. as far as being open about it well, right you weed. know and now it's weeds so yeah. now it's bad so right. to me this is really fun because it's it's Starbucks who's going through sensitivity training. Oh, hello. Oh, careful. It's, it's Starbucks who's going through sensitivity training. It's yeah, Starbucks and all these funny. places that yeah, are yeah. losing their their straw. I just go, they're right. they're just regulating themselves now. This this is or, so or who are the ones killing their babies? Oh, they're, they're the ones right, who, yeah. They're the ones right. who are being consistent with yeah. themselves. So it's no surprise when liberals start dying off because right. they're killing their yeah, own yeah, children. Right. Who, yeah. Who's right. who's ending up um old age without any children to take care of them in the nursing home. Remember last week we right. were talking about and, this? And no straw to eat their food through. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> See? It's all going to cash out. They're, and they're, they're going to... Wow. The, the Proverbs actually say something about digging a hole wow. right, and falling That's into it. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so then you have no problem letting them like completely swallow this reductio. You're like, guys, eat Absolute. it all the way. Go Absolutely. all the way. Absolutely. And you're like, Christians, don't help. Don't Stop it. No. Stop it. Don't help I mean, them. No, let, let, is... them, let them do this. You're like, if you want to get out of there, move to Idaho. Yeah. I mean. Uh, that's but, what D but, did. But just don't vote like here in California, right? Uh, but, but that's part of the problem. Right. Is right. Part, they and, are and, part of the problem. Seriously. Right. And, and frequently that's what happens is people move away and then they, they were like, oh, right. no. We, we. But, yeah, but it's funny. You know, when, when I left California, um, I, I didn't leave because I wanted to get rid of California. I mean, yeah. I, I came to Idaho because of the people that were here. You believe in the real California. I don't know what that means. I don't either. That's a little yeah, skip. Kind of heavy, but no, no, like, like like Narnia, like the real Narnia. Like, oh, okay. Like, like, like you know, like the, I haven't read the book. Are, on that note, <laughs> but I did just get through. I did just get through for the first time. I read um, Magician's Nephew. Okay, last okay. battle is the last one, and then you'll know about don't the real, ruin it for me. The, the true Narnia, the okay. real Narnia, for real, true California. Whoa. True America. When we come back on Cross Politics, <laughs> we get to talk more with my mentor, Darren Doan. I'm a little nervous. Uh -oh. I'll tell you a story with Darren. Uh-oh. Next on Cross Politics. <laughs> Try not to get shot. Classical Conversation supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. We provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and we train parents who are striving to be great classical educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit our website at classicalconversations.com. Classical, Christian, get connected, get community. He can lip read. Well, now, 
Well, now I know why I haven't been able to get a hold of Coop. <laughs> <laughs> you guys got him. Welcome back to Cross Politic, the filmmaker, business mogul, the legend, the legend, Whoa. Darren Doan, my mentor. Okay, I got to tell a quick story. So um, I'm in California. Oh, no, I'm not. before I get to California, I'm in Georgia. I'm working on a TV set, and we see this interview happen, and we were blown away. I didn't know who Darren Doan was. I had no idea who this guy was, guy with big beard. It was a crazy interview. He took this person and made them way more interesting than they've ever been. We'd seen all kinds of stuff with this person and seen them as like, wow, this person has never looked this unique. You know which one I'm talking about. I do, yeah. yeah. I, do. I think I know. And, uh, I think I know. I and, don't. Can and, I say his name? No, no, no I'm doing okay. this on purpose. All right. And so uh, we took that show and we said, you know what? He did this with like three cameras. He's the guy on the sh- sitting there with the microphone in front of him. And it's just like, it's just crazy. And it looks good. Like, how can we, how can we make our show like that? It's like, I, I don't know. That was the birth of Wretched. Mm. We tried to do a show. When we left Family Net, <laughs> Watching that interview was how we tried to do our show, mm. where it was simple, it was high quality, and it got it made the main thing the main thing, and it was unique. Well, after that, I started following Darren. I don't know if you saw me start liking all his Twitter posts. The saddest <laughs> thing that happened to the world was t- Darren leaving Twitter. I, I'm, I'm just going to tell you. It really was because now I got to go to Instagram. Yeah, like, I noticed that. Why did you just, leave Twitter? I yeah, went to your Twitter account like a couple he, months ago. I'm sure he's going like, okay, to okay, explain okay, that. All I right, so anyway, I go to Twitter, and, and me and Marcus Pittman, we're working together. We had this, uh, Crown Rights was the name of our company, and we made this thing called Edified. And I was just, was like so nervous. I couldn't trust if it was good or not. I sent it to Darren Doan. I was like, hey, man, like, I know you don't have time. You're a busy guy. Um, could you take a look at this? Tell me if it's any good. And Darren wrote back one of the kindest things said ever about the show. It was a crappy show. It was horrible. Darren didn't think so. He actually gave it a high praise, and the show got better because of that, honestly. Uh-huh. And, and then, and so I said, hey, man, look, thank you for the encouragement for that. I'm just jumping past the story. Um, he got hooked up with Gary DeMar down at American Vision. Because of that, um, Uncle Gary, my first my Uncle first Gary. documentary that I did, um, uh, How to Answer the Fool, was created with Saitan Brugacate. Uh, Darren flew me out to California to work on that. But before that, before that, right before all this happened, I went out to California for 10 days. And I said, hey, man, before I got out there, I said, hey, I want to come out there. I want to work under you. I want to learn how to make films. I want to learn how to do this business. Uh, I hear you kind of do a boot camp thing. Can I come and stay with you? And he said, absolutely. You get out here and I'll take care of you. Best 10 days probably of my life and learning to make films. Darren took me into his house, fed me, clothed me, like <laughs> just had a, I, I can't, I'm going to brag on you for a second. Don't get embarrassed. Had a limo car come pick me up from the airport. <laughs> I'm not, I mean, I, I, look, I had never had the type of royalty. And maybe it's because California, nobody likes going to the airport. So he's just like, I just want to. But I had royal. Yeah, yeah. I, I felt I felt royal. I'm not going on my tab. Yeah, yeah. yeah, put it on my tab. I'm not going out there. I'm not going to LA. <laughs> this kid won't Nuh-uh. last five days. Uh-uh. <laughs> so out there, ten days with him. In ten days, what I learned about filmmaking. Well, when he showed up and, he, and and I didn't realize he was black, I was like, what? <laughs> no, actually, that's another story. Right? <laughs> Darren was surprised when he heard my voice and he saw my beard. He's like, those two don't go together. Anyway, <laughs> that's another story I'll share. <laughs> but no, that was Darren was the most gracious. I've learned from this because I think when guys get into the business, it's easy for them to criticize and tear somebody's work down instead of build them up and teach them how to get better. Yeah. And Darren was the reason I'm even in this industry right now is because he actually built me up, yep. let me train underneath him, and, and treated me really well to be able to get in the industry. So high praise to Darren. So there all that to say, all that to say, D? Yeah. D and his resume. What you don't know is that D's resume is ridiculous. Yeah, I was, I was just gonna it, start breaking into yeah, it. Yeah, go with, ahead with Wikipedia. <laughs> God. I mean, <laughs> Darren said it's no good, so I just closed hey, it. Hey, you know, I had someone like email me or call my cell phone like a week ago and said, "Hey, um, we'll start a Wikipedia page for you for six ninety nine, yeah. seven hundred bucks." <laughs> someone's well, trying to sell like Wikipedia pages. Oh, wow. Well, no, but that that helps a little bit anyway. because. I don't know how I got a Wikipedia page, and I just thought everyone had a Wikipedia page. I never put it up, and then one yeah, day someone is. said, "Like, um, man, you got a you have a Wikipedia page," and I was like, "Well, can anyone have one?" And they were like, "No," and I was like, "Wait, wait, there's rules to having a Wikipedia yeah, page? Absolutely, and so, someone has to be a real fan to be able yeah. to make you your Wikipedia so, page." Well, so Cross Paul is big enough to where they charge me for it. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. We're on we'll, our way. Yours is we'll publish your, we'll publish your books. <laughs> Darren Doden is an American filmmaker and music video director. Is that I so do far? like that part. Okay. <laughs> In 2007, Darren formed a new commercial music video and branded content production company called Level Four with executive producer Josh 
Karchmer. Karchmer. Yes. That's true? Uh, which is weird because it starts in 2007. Yeah. That's what I mean. So it's really strange that the whole story starts at like- yeah, 2007? In in the middle of a story <laughs> for a one-year venture that that I had yeah. with a- You had a, already a, taken over punk rock music yeah. video making. Well, right? no, so it just kind of, so it's it's an odd story. It, um, he started his early music video work with Ken- Dario, yeah. Dario, and directed several early Blink-182 music videos. <laughs> I mean, wow. that's his true. Blink-182. Who's Ken Dario? Well, Ken is, I mean, I could talk all day about Ken. Um, it, it, Ken, I, um, junior high, first day of junior high, um, it went um, Dario Doan in roll call for PE. Oh, oh sure. Right, yeah, because right? you so got went, the D's. Yep. Right, right. Yeah, so yeah. it went, went Dario Doan. I was sitting there. It was the first time I had to put like gym clothes on and you're like, you know, you're in what, seventh grade and you're still awkward because your body's not, you don't have a lot of control over oh, your body. Sure. And it's like, wow, now I got to wear sweats, you yeah, know, yeah. and um, guys get that. And so it, it, <laughs> I was sitting there and, and Debbie Hemstreet, I remember Debbie Hemstreet um, was our, our PE coach, our teacher. And she said, okay, so first day, whatever, blah, blah, blah. This weekend for anybody that wants extra points, there's a, there's, there's a 5k run. If you'd like to do it this weekend. And so Ken turns to me, I've never met him right there in roll call. Ken turns to me and he says, you know, man, I would do that, but I just finished like four 10 Ks back to back to back to back. <laughs> and I had never heard that kind of humor before. I was always sort of a Jack, you know, I was sort of, I was, I was more of a class clown. Yeah. It was yeah. like straightforward. Like I'd never heard <laughs> that. It was like, it was like hearing punk rock for the first time or classical music. Right. I had never heard that kind of humor before. Yeah. And I, and I was like, deadpan. I was like, wow, that's really funny. And then after, after <laughs> PE, he comes out from being dressed. That was still the first day of school. I got in a fight in the locker room. This big fat kid who was naked, like pushed me up against the locker. And then I was sitting there in my underwear, not knowing what to do. And this just turned to therapy. And my, well, and I remember my, my brother had told me, if anybody picks on you, you make sure you beat, you know, the tar out of them before the day's over or else your life will be that's right. miserable. And yeah. I got out of, and so I get out that day. Um, so we, we get out of PE and then I'm and I'm realizing I need to go find this fat kid and pummel him. <laughs> yeah. Right as I'm walking out, though, I bump into Ken again, and he's got a T-shirt. I don't even know what the shirt means. It says "Late Night with David Letterman." This is 1984. Yeah. This is 1984. Seventh grader wearing a "Late Night with David Letterman" T-shirt, and so I uh, so I walk past him. He's like, "You okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." And so I'll I went across. Yeah, I went across. I waited. I, I saw where the kid was. The locker. As soon as the bell rang, he was still. I ran over and. Slammed his head in. It was really bad. I got suspended first day. <laughs> and my and my dad and my brother were like, "Yes, yeah. that kid will never mess with you ever again." But Ken became my best friend. Ken went on to create. I mean, I learned everything from Ken. I was a I was a, you know, I was a pretty wild kid. Um, Ken, I went over to his house one day. He had Super Eight cameras. He started showing me how to film, wow. how to cut film, how to draw one frame at a time to make ufos in the sky move one frame at a time and we were wow. cutting wow. we were filming um i was like this is awesome we, sh we should make more stuff and then but he was actually really i mean if ken ever hears this he probably won't he was actually really kind of lazy and so <laughs> so every day Darren, though you do it for me no but every day i'd be like let's go make something let's go make something yeah. let's yeah. go make yeah. something i learned he he showed me every movie techniques he knew wow. he's just a master he went wow. on to create you know, I mean, if you just pull up Kendario on on Wikipedia, but I mean, I mean, he created you know the Minions. I mean, Despicable Me. Really? I mean, wow. he's just he's you know every Dr. Seuss film that got translated into. I mean, he's just one of the funniest, most brilliant guys. And we were partners for about ten years. Wow. You know, and then one day, you know, in the grind of this horrible business of filmmaking, he looked at me and he goes, "I think I'm just going to try to be a writer." He goes because. This is just insane. Huh. Investment, yeah. money, trying to make movies, yeah. just the brutality of everything of just, you know, and, and I got, you know, and we all knew Ken was the smartest, mm. funniest guy we had ever met. And it was like, yeah, I mean, you, you should do that, Ken. And huh. now he's probably one of the, the greats and he's had more cultural, you know, more of a cultural impact than most people ever will. Right. Yeah. yeah. I'm, just, I'm just looking at your list of music videos. Just, I, just, I, just, I'm just going to read off a bunch of them because I don't I, have time to finish I, all I, I don't those. even know all of these. People, I, I'm so I'm I'm Audio Adrenaline Blink 182. Audio Adrenaline. I remember that name. That's Col Colby Calais. Colby Calais. Yeah. Yep. I've I've I know that name. Yep. I, I'm sure I've heard some yep. of she's fantastic her music. Yeah. Um. Zach Brown Band. Yeah. Hold on. I'm not there yet. Deftones. Oh, no. Okay. I've heard yeah, of them before. Yeah. That was. Um. Let's see here. One of my uh, 
Jason Mraz. Mraz. Mraz is Mraz. Mraz. But well, you can tell he's a Christian. Can't you? Jimmy, can't say none Jason of their names. Mraz. <laughs> Jimmy Eat World. Yes. Really? That's I remember. I remember that yeah. guy. MXPX. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's how I became a Christian. Was I was doing all these music videos. Supertones. Met the Christians. Yeah. Kid Rock. Christians. Wow. Kid Rock. Yes. Oh wow. And you and Supertones. Are you helping him with his campaign? Yeah, I did nine. Right I he he. I can't talk about that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, he almost got me there, but <laughs> <laughs> a slip up there. Um, yeah, I did like twelve supertone. Wow, tones only three video, listed here. You know, I mean, think about it. And this but guy, you were doing. I'm sorry, I, I stopped counting at four hundred. Yeah, I remember you said really? that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this is the guy who's answering a Twitter message from me. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, in 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 all seriousness, um, the the thing I hate if if I hate if I have a gripe in this world, um. Which and so I think the log is out of my own eye here, right? So as long as the log is out, I think you can you can go hog wild. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is a world um, that nobody gives credit to anybody huh. for anything. Everyone is so wow. gosh darn cool, and everything mm. I have is grabbing for their piece. And well, it's it's not. I'll let you figure it out after okay. I say it. Okay. Yeah, it's no. I mean, I'm here because of Ken Dario. Junior high, first day. I learned everything I know about filmmaking from Ken Dario. I owe it all to him. Him. Later in life, I was 18, 19 years old, trying to be a young music video director. Met a guy named Ian Fletcher. He was a legend at the time. He took me under his wing. You can come work in my office whenever you want. Use the space. Use my cameras. Whatever you want to do. Yeah. Come and help. I mean, Ian taught me everything I knew about how to welcome another filmmaker. And mm. I could and I could go down the list All the people of that, every single person yeah, yeah. that mentored me. And I just thought that's what you do. Yeah. Wow. Mm. Wow. And mm. as and I so was, David comes along. And so David and comes you're along. Like, oh, you're like, oh, I know, I know what it's like to be on that side of. Oh, absolutely. On the other side of Twitter, on the other yeah. side of the... <laughs> and, there was, and there was 30 before him. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. 25 all became douchebags. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just complete... You can't believe yeah. Yeah. the horrible people yeah. that have come under me <laughs> and then gone on to just leave their wives, become drug addicts. Be, I mean, just... Oh, wow. And it just, yeah. it just... It blows my mind, you know. I, I could pull up their Wikipedia pages, right. you know. And it's it's... So it's always just been like, wow, I cannot believe. And so I just give it away. Dave, David, knows, you want to know how I do something here? You yeah. want to know how I edit here? Right. You want to know my magic formula here? You want it? Take yeah. it. I love competition. If you can take it and make it better, that's going to make me better. Right. Yeah. But in the meantime, take it. I mean, everyone gave me everything I know about filmmaking. And now everyone is just so precious with the knowledge that they get. And um, I said, just, yeah. no, it's, it's probably the only thing that rubs me in a weird way is like, now, people don't give credit. Now you were doing music videos for these Christian punk bands, right? MXPX, Supertones. Yep. And how, and this is part of how God saved you. Oh yeah. I, I was, I was the guy I was having this great career. Blink took off. I was yeah. working with a lot of other cool bands that were really Did popular. Jesus ruin your career? I said, yeah. Well, <laughs> Was he always does. Yeah. He always yeah. does. Always does. Yeah. He wrecks all of us. No, I mean, it's me. I've told the story before, but literally, I was coming out of 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 a club I, sh I shouldn't have been in, and 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 a guy said to me, we "We're walking to this Vons in Hollywood," and the guy says to me, "Do you want to make some money off some Christians?" I was like, "Yeah, absolutely." <laughs> um, <laughs> worst decision I ever made. Yeah, and <laughs> sucker, <laughs> because I was the like cool hip guy only because there was no one else doing music videos for these bands. Right. So when Blink One Eighty Two took off, I was the only guy doing videos. So when that when they went and signed every other Blink One Eighty Two band, yeah, yep. they were like, "Well, Blink used Darren. Yeah, Darren. Used Darren. I was the, yeah, I was, I was the only Darren. nineteen twenty year old doing music videos. Right. Um, and the older generation of directors weren't touching those videos right. yet. Right. You know, right. Those were small. You know, at that time, remember, those were $300,000, $500,000 average music video prices. Yep. And here I am with Blink, and they got a $35,000 video. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. um, and 
So this guy said, hey, I know this Christian record label. It's a thing called Christian Music. And I was like, Christian Music? He's like, yeah. He's like, he's like, I know it sounds weird, but for every band like you know of, they have a Christian version. I was like, shut <laughs> up. I was like, what? And, so, and he's like, yeah. yeah. And so I, I got on the phone with yeah. this guy, Brandon Ebel, um, who, is, uh, who runs – you know who who ran the label that I think I think Brandon tooth still runs Tooth and Nail, yeah, Tooth and Nail. It's Tooth and Nail, and I got on the phone with this guy, and this guy is the most ADD, mile a minute <laughs> genius I'd I'd ever listened to on the phone. He knew more I, within within ten minutes. I was like, this guy's insane. Wow. And actually, my first video was for a guy named Mike Knott. That was yeah. actually my first video. Um, and then it went to MXPX, and then Supertones, then probably about fifty to maybe a hundred different music videos. Um. No one ever shared the gospel with me. No one ever told me Jesus had a plan for my life. No one, you know, I was with these guys nonstop. And um, and then... Was there a difference in their lifestyles and lives? I just wanted it. Wow. I didn't want their tattoos. I didn't want their drinking. I didn't want... Because they, they were doing all that stuff. Uh-huh. But, so to me, that didn't... It just was... I didn't think much about it. And I'd go to these these music festivals with them and I'd be walking across the lot to like find a restroom or something and I hear someone I'm like still this I can hear all the things off the stage would you think about it Paul was radical and I'd be like who's Paul <laughs> like I would hear I'd hear these things from the stage yeah, I'd yeah. be like what you know and um and no and but yeah I wanted to be around these guys I, I did not want to stop being so you around. liked them I loved there them. was something about I the way they them. were that I would've... loved I loved everything about them huh. I, I I wanted to be in their family Hmm. And um, wow! And I never, but I never thought I got to become a Christian. Right? I just wanted <laughs> just to be like around these people. Yeah, I love, I love these people. Hmm. And um, and then one day again, talking to Brandon Evil, he talks this fast. Hey, don't hey, what's going on? There's nothing about doing this. Going to do the video. I'm, I might start this or that. I mean, that's how Brandon talks. Okay, good. So then he said, me, yeah. Well, it's like mere Christianity. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, what'd you say? He's like, well, this book, mere Christianity. Anyways, I got to go. And he hung up the phone. He's <laughs> 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 like me. Mirror, mirror, and I went to the bookstore when then we still had them, and yeah. I looked for mirror M I R R O R. It's like mirror, and I found it. Mirror, and I found mirror. I was like, oh, mirror. all right. My dad lived across the street at the next to it. I went to my dad's house, opened the book. I got literally maybe two paragraphs in, and he talks about if someone cuts in front of you in line, why do you feel like there's been an injustice? Like why? What? And I close and I closed it. Yeah, this is gonna get dangerous quick. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. I mean, this is this, yeah. this is literally. I haven't gone back to it, but this is literally like a paragraph, two paragraphs in. Right. And I put the book down, and I was like, I'm a line cutter. I'm a line cutter. I said I'm not reading this book. <laughs> I left it at my dad's house. I came back like six months later. Whole other story there. We don't got time. Yeah. I came back six months later. Got maybe through a chapter. And I finished the chapter and a half or something, and I and I put it down. And I was like, "I'm going to hell." Yeah, and I'm pretty sure Lewis doesn't even talk about hell in the book. Right, I'm yeah. pretty sure. Yeah, because um, I've I've not picked it up to this day. Okay. Um, it still you just, scares you. You just, you just start, you read a magician's nephew. I read well, enough. Right, right, well, if I finish reading, I might become a Mormon. But I don't even know what happens if you go all the if you go through more than one chapter. One of the steps yeah, yeah, you. I don't know. Like one felt good, yeah. one, you know. But it's funny. I was like, wow. Like I like and no one ever told me I was going to hell or I deserve. Like huh. I I became a Southern Baptist on my own. Hmm. Like I deserve hell in Hollywood. Well, I'm not really in Hollywood. Okay. I mean, yeah, that's where it started. That was yeah. the conversation. I was still 30 miles north okay. in suburbia. Yeah. But know. everybody else is still Hollywood. But it's Hollywood. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, we're in Idaho. <laughs> I, I did look close to Shaquille O'Neal for what it's worth. Um, but yeah, so and I, but I remember thinking like, wow, like I'm a horrible. Like I was like, wow, I'm I'm a line cutter. I'm a horrible person. Like I was like, wow, this is really really bad. Like, I was like, and no one walked me through it. It was just I knew at that moment, like. Everything. You were a sinner. I was. I was like, dude. wow, yeah. yeah. And it, but at that point, it's funny because at that point, I think that's so amazing about being in America, is we know the gospel. Mm. Whether you want to joke about it, right. whether you want to reference it, we know the gospel. And I knew that I had to get right with Jesus, yeah. whatever that really was. Right. Yeah. Yeah. right. I yeah. knew huh. that that I had to go and get right with God. Wow. And that, and that's, so, you know, so, and is that what happened? I mean, is that, I mean, is that the moment or around the moment in which you did get right with God? I, I literally drove to a little place where there was like a little mountain. I knew there was a little hill mountain area. I knew there was a little bench seating area yeah. and which is funny now to think that I went 
to the top of a mountain to go right. talk to God, right? You know, <laughs> that's what you do, right? right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I went up there, and again, I I said, okay, I said, all right, all right, God. I mean, it's so. I mean, I can. I I, I remember it verbatim, and it's hilarious. And I <laughs> said, I said, I want to have a relationship with you. But it's got to be on my terms. <laughs> How'd that work out for you? <laughs> I said, and I I want to know you, but I'm not going to become a Christian because they're, you know, I think I know this group I know, but I also know like TBN. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Which, but no, no, but here's the thing: I always watched it. Really, I knew it was my family. Yeah. Uh-huh. It was like, those were the weird uncles I didn't know yet. <laughs> I wasn't going to go move in with them, but yeah. I knew they were my family. Yeah. I remember watching yeah. Jesse Duplantis. I almost called Jesse Duplantis five different times. Like, really? I was like, ah, I, I, what? Like, I knew it was there. Wow. And I was like, and, I, and I'm not going to say Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior yeah. and forgive me. And I want to be forgiven my sins and all that stuff. Yeah, but that was the beginning. And he grabbed me. He threw me on the ground. I put my arms up. I said, I accept Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. It was done. I was a Calvinist on day one. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Oh, don't you just love story time? Oh, that's great. D makes story time fun. More cross politics when we come back. Some more from D. I want to talk about Christian filmmakers. Yeah. What about a little Trump? Uh, we talk, we, we talk a little Trump. Yeah. And I want to talk about your gun doc a little bit, all right? Okay. Yeah, More cross yeah. politics with Darren nope. Doan when we come back. That was great, man. Yeah. Yeah. What's your question? I heard that part of the story. Oh, wow. Okay. I heard that part of the story. Wow, we're good. Cross politics has a new sponsor. Who, you might be asking? Decree Design. Decree Design is a graphic design and web development company that serves your business by helping you speak clearly through visual representation. Serving 90 plus businesses in logo design, print design, brand strategy, web development. And more. Decree Design has a skill and personal touch to customize a package specifically catered to your needs of your business, great or small, and provide personal assistance every step of the way. Whether you're a well-established real estate broker or entrepreneur getting your business off the ground, Decree Design will help your company's visual presence speak clarity and truth. For more information, please visit DecreeDesign.co or schedule a consultation with Joe at DecreeDesign.com. Yeah, Joe at decreedesign.com. Hey, and tell them Cross Politics sent you. There we go. Let's go. Options? Hey! Hey-ya! <laughs> so, dude, oh, right. man. we just want to apologize for him. <laughs> um, we're sorry right. about that. We try to tell him not to do that when we have guests. I, I used to meet up with Gabe when he'd come down to California when I still lived there. Yeah, man. Mm, yes. Welcome back D, I got some stories Cross about D. Politic on Faithwire. We're with a uh, special guest. Uh, tonight, today, this morning, whatever time of day it is for you, <laughs> Darren Doan, filmmaker, um, music video maker. Um, what a what a story! Uh, God saved you when you're you're praying and telling God, you know, I'm not going to be a Christian. And he just grabs you and throws <laughs> I'm you. I'm not going to say I accept Jesus yeah. Christ as my Lord and Savior. And I don't want to be forgiven. Then, my, God, I don't want to go to hell. Yeah, yeah. And then literally, a three. I lit, I I tried to tell this part because it goes against my own theology, <laughs> but it happened. <laughs> He literally, I was sitting like in prayer position and he literally, I can feel the shirt around my neck. He picked me up and he just slammed me. Like he slammed me to my knees. Wow. And and I'm not. I don't believe that even happened. <laughs> right. But I was there but, but, on my knees. I do remember getting up. Right, no. Yeah. And, and I remember that and I remember that moment cuz for those 6 months in between, I'd been sick. And I knew, and I knew it was, it was, it was God. Sin, I knew it was sin yeah. was bubbling. I couldn't swallow any more of my own sin. Wow. Uh, and at that mm. moment, it was gone. Mm. And with no one giving me a Bible study, I knew it was, I knew that I wasn't sick anymore. Mm. And yet it was all there. Amen. Wow. I knew all my sin was there, yeah. but I knew it wasn't going to take me to hell. But you knew yeah. that God had taken it away. Yeah. I was like, yeah. oh my Woo! God. Like, I was yeah. like, this is crazy. Right. You know and then, oh, and here's here's the capper, the story. Sorry, this is the best yeah. part, actually. Right. Yes. I got up. And I said, okay, Lord, it's me and you. I'm going to go home. I got a Bible. I'm going to start reading it. And I'm not going to tell anybody. <laughs> I'm not going to be turned turn into one of those televangelists. Yeah. Uh-uh. Again, I don't believe this happened, yeah. but I can tell you what happened. Yeah. It's the only time I've heard God's voice. And he said, no, you're not cool anymore. <laughs> oh, hold, on, hold on. And I can, I can still hear the cadence. And he said, and you're going to tell everybody about me. 
<laughs> and it haunts me. Wow. It haunts me the way I heard him say, and you're going to tell everybody about me. Yeah. 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 And it was like, all right. Yeah. So I was, a, I was a jerk from day one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And here you are. Right. Um, you, you've made a number of movies. I didn't even know you'd made a movie called God Money. Yeah, my first movie. Ides of March, <laughs> 42K, Black Friday, The Battle for L.A. Mm. Now, I've heard of Collision. Yeah. Collision, that's the, the debate with Christopher Hitchens. Yes. Was that, was that when you first met Douglas Wilson? Yes, it was. Oh, that's why I'm here. Yeah, and, wow. Yeah, because you, yep. you, you worked yeah. with him on that, yep. on that film. Um, and then, of course, I, you, you, uh, I know Unstoppable. That's with Kirk Cameron, right? Yes. Yep. And Saving Christmas. Yes. It also says you starred in that. You did star you in did. that. Like, I it's did. It's you and Kirk. Yeah. And you did not figure that you're out. You're the guy. Oh, just, you're the guy. <laughs> I, I knew that. David, you're in that one. Yeah, I, I am. in that too. Against, without a beard. Against my will, Darren put me in. He's with, like, you're going to do this. Without a beard, right? <laughs> yeah, without a beard. Without a beard. If yep. you, you want to see... Chocolate Knox without with a no beard. beard. Oh, is it? Saving, saving Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. Right. Um, right. And then Free Speech Apocalypse, yeah. yes. which is about Pastor Doug Wilson's uh, yes. Indiana excitement yep. in, uh, at, at uh, Indiana University yes. at the Kinsey Institute. Sort of my that. follow-up to Collision yeah. was, where's Doug yeah. today? <laughs> yes. Very good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Now, and then you've just recently done um, a documentary on the Second Amendment and firearms. Yes. Which it's it's called... Keep and Bear. Keep and Bear. It's the movie. On, the movie. <laughs> yeah, I just thought, it's on why Amazon. Not? Okay. Why not own it, right? And it's on Amazon Prime? Amazon Prime. Okay, and how's it doing? It's, I mean, it's it's one of their best, I mean, they, they have different metrics on how they do all that, but it's one of their their best documentaries on Amazon Prime. No, 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 you, on, you, you did this. You walked I into did our this, studio, I did. Yeah. and you, you, you took his gun out. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the first thing. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and, and so, right. But, all right. So you obviously you keep and I do carry. Yeah, Yeah, I I, I do carry. Um, Yeah. So, I mean, it was a long I was scared to death of guns. I I got here to Idaho and everyone had one. I don't have one. I mean, um, I have one, but I don't carry it. Right. You go to our church and like all the the deacons are packed. (laughs) Oh, there's open carry. (laughs) I mean, live in a town where there's open carry. There's discounts for open carry. Restaurants. (laughs) Right. right. (laughs) And um, and so I had a dream one night and that I was in my I was sort of walking behind my house and in my dream, I found I saw a gun. Okay. Not a revolver, but an actual, you know, whatever we call these. Like a rifle? or a, No, like well, a, a handgun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and in my dream, I remember thinking, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do. I wouldn't, I don't know what to do. Mm. And I woke up and I remember thinking, I wouldn't know what to do if I found a firearm on the ground. Like, I wouldn't even know how to pick it up. Is it going to explode? Right. If I kick it, you know, yeah. or the <laughs> whatever... I, I wouldn't know how to right. do it. And all my friends, even did everything. Oh, people grab guns, they clear it, oh, clear it. And they do this stuff and <laughs> they pop the bullet and all. And I was like, I didn't, I didn't have any, I was like, yeah. I was like, wow, I should, I should probably learn yeah. about firearms. And so I, I think the film was originally going to be more about gun owners and the second amendment. But as I was, as I was going through the process, I kind of realized maybe I should just make the film about me. I didn't want it to be about me, but I was like, but this would be the, I, it you're, was a you're, risk. You're, you're, you're kind, kind of, of repre- the ideal guy, representative. Like, like, I don't know anything yeah. about guns, yeah. and yeah. what's it like to learn about guns? Right, and I th- and then I thought, okay, I should do that. I made that commitment to do that, and then I got really insecure because I was like, oh, the whole gun community is going to be like, what is this noob doing making a movie? Because everything I saw on guns was like bitching and cool and slow motion of bullets flying everywhere, <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and I wasn't making that. And I and honestly, by the time I was done with it, I was like, oh, I did it again, another stinker. Like this is this is. <laughs> Really, really bad, and 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 yet it's it's actually keeping bear and probably saving Christmas, despite um, kind of the controversy that came with that film. I I get the most. I've never had a response like this. Really, I mean, both those films. I, I I get emails all the time, and people find me and have just the nicest things to say. And the entire firearms community has embraced this film. The top people in this industry have embraced the film. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny, yeah, and it's yeah. and I and they were NRA, so NRA. Have you got, have um, you heard anybody from anybody there? Um, I, I actually have, and they 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 actually asked if I would want an endorsement. Huh. And I was getting so many reviews of people. You know, when 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 a bad review did show up on Amazon, it was always clearly an NRA sponsored mm-hmm. project. Mm-hmm. And so I had oh. And so I oh, said, oh, right, you know what? Oh, hey, I you know see. what? I don't need the endorsement. I think I think we're going to get more traction. And you don't you don't need me. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, yeah. but yeah. I think we'll get more traction without an NRA endorsement. Because the answer is actually no, it's not. Right. 
Right. Just, right. I'm, I'm just a guy. Right, exactly. I'm just a dude. And, and, so, and think yeah. what was amazing about the doc, too, it was the fact that everybody who's into guns talks past people who are not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Everybody who's into guns have this right. conversation with each other, and they just assume the other person who's not and is with them, who has never handled a gun. Because where everybody's been... embarrassed and ashamed. Well, like, I don't know. Right. I don't know yeah, what you're talking exactly. about. Right. Well, and and I you don't, don't want to be the guy that raises it, the hand. And, and say, I did. Oh, and yeah. I said, I'm going to raise my hand and ask every single question yeah. and be super annoying. And by the end of that process, I knew. Um, and I took my wife along with me, and yeah. she's in the film, and we wanted to learn together. Yeah. Yeah. And um, and that was kind of the twist in the film. It's not a spoiler alert because it's, it's in the trailer, but... I was more concerned for her, too. And by the time we went through every single gun we could try, or 15 or 20 different ones, she hated all of them. <laughs> she, she did not like any of them. She's like, I can't imagine me ever picking any of these up. Okay. And the last gun we tried was, was the AR-15. And it was like, uh-oh, this isn't going to work. This, this, is, this, is, this is the, the, the devil of firearms, right. right? And she fired that first shot of an AR-15, and she, I've never, she turned to me and said, oh, honey, you can go on a business trip whenever you want. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like this gun. I mean, yeah. really, no kick, really? no nothing, and she's like, I could hold, I could hold off an army coming up our driveway. Pack of wolves, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Our, our yeah. wolves in our backyard are literally <laughs> like, she you fell, know. So she fell in love with the AR-15. Loved it, and to me, that's what kind of really got me thinking. The film I was like, wow, this is the most accessible um, firearm in the world to protect one's self. And people are like, but it's a killing machine. And and again, I'm yeah. not a representative for firearms, but I will say. Yeah, it's a killing machine. Right. That's what I love about it. That's what it, it is. Right. That, that's Sometimes what it, that's what you got to kill something. If I pull this out, it's to protect my family, yeah. and I want them all to die. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. how this works. You yeah. come You come to my house, you come to my family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you better. You're dead. That's yeah. right. Yeah. You're dead. Yeah. And, so it was, and, that's, and that's the gun to do it. One of the things you asked in the, in wow. the, in the film was, why does everybody want to get rid of this gun right. when it's the most easiest to use? Yeah. It's the most why? accurate. I mean, I mean, not to be like, go conspiracy theorist, but like, I mean, is that why? Um. Because it really is, it really is the best gun for self defense. So, so, so why did they take those straws away? Yeah, right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think there's a combination of, and it, and and it it goes away. No, no one's talking about guns anymore. Not until the next big shooting. Well, yeah, right, right. But then yeah. it goes away. And it goes, yeah. I mean, we've yeah. we've it seen this. We've seen this down. so yeah. so many times. Right. I I think people have a natural fear when they see something is really effective at at, at, at taking human life. Right. Yeah. You know. Look, liberals are really good at that. Liberals are really good at reading the Bible and seeing what's actually there. And liberals are are also really really good at understanding what's really really good at taking lives. Yeah. Abortion doctors. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, they I mean, they they know what it is. They yeah. know how to do it. They can look at the Bible and go, hey, there's a dragon in the first part of the Bible and a dragon at the end. Right. And evangelicals are like, you're reaching. <laughs> That's so real. Because, right? because the, li- the liberals, they don't believe it. Right. So they can there's say nothing. No, there's nothing can, to lose for their denomination. Exactly there. Right. And they're and then be like and then laugh it off. And right. Be like, isn't that hilarious? Right. But the right. conservatives actually claim to believe it. So right. that's, that's what's amazing about Jordan Peterson, though, because he doesn't come to it in the same way that conservative Christians do as far as the Bible, talking about the right, Bible. Yeah, 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 and so yeah. he sees all these archetypes and he sees right, like, yeah. he's like, oh, here's a tree, there's a tree, there's right. a dragon, there's a dragon. Right. Right? Well, and, and, and the reason why everyone loves Jordan Peterson is because no one thinks he really believes the Bible. Right. Mm. Well, but, he, but he's still got some good biblical principles. Oh, but, right, exactly. <laughs> at the same time, exactly. though. But no one's really threatened by Jordan Peterson. But, well, the, but they feel threatened by him. That's why they try and take him out, though, especially in the media. Jordan Peterson's a threat. Start, as soon as he starts saying there's no such thing as white privilege, everybody wants to kill that man. They want to take him out. Right. Right? Or, or when he's willing to say, I'm not going to go along with your pronoun rules. Yeah. But it's, take me right. to jail. But it's a give and take because they also go, but he doesn't think the Bible is really the word of God. So it's, He's not it's that okay. big of a threat. Right. Yeah, right. it's okay. Sure. Yeah. It's okay. He's got a gun, but it's not loaded. Right. Or Pretty it's not much. Chambered. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. He's no. Threatening, but not right. to death. Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 the only threatening person is is a person who actually believes the word of God. That's it. Why? Mm. Because people can't. And I and I, I remember not being a Christian, so I remember what it's like. It's fate. I mean, it fades the, the longer you you're a- in faith, right? But. <laughs> right. Um, there is nothing more offensive than somebody who is not going to back down, who who believes in an absolute. Once someone believes in an absolute, it is it's scary. You know, it's the it's 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 the who said it? I, I'd, I'd rather fight X amount of men as opposed to one Calvinist. I forget, you know, Napoleon yeah. or somebody. Yeah, like, yeah, there, yeah. there there is there There's is Napoleon. something. Yeah, yeah, there there is something about when you when you know somebody is not going to budge. Um, and you, and you can go deeper on that, just the sort of twisted aspect of, a, of, of our fallen nature. 
but that is um, terrifying. That's a, it's terrifying. It's absolutely, it's absolutely terrifying. And so we can argue, we can discuss these things. We can, you know, it's like, and as but as long as someone actually nah, believes, this, re- yeah, you know. right. But as, as long as as long as at the end of the day, we can line up that these are all just Jewish myths. We're cool. Yeah. Right. Right. That's right. That's, that's right. We're not ultimately threatened. At, right. At it, the end of the day, is no the man that fears God and raises his family to fear God is the most dangerous thing that could ever happen to a liberal. Oh, yeah. to the, you know what I mean? Like yep. that's that's yeah, real. And oh, baptize yeah. their yeah. babies. Uh, the hell? Hey! Go baptize your kids if you have children. Okay. So real quick, <laughs> you got some. So the call conference happened a couple weeks ago. Darren, you're supposed to be speaking there, mm. and didn't happen. Oh. And there are a lot of bum people, but some of those people actually watch cross politics. So I want a little sample oh. of what you were going to talk about the call conference because here's here's what I, the if you haven't seen it, Christian filmmaker out well, that, there by that, Darren that, Dunn. That, that really assumes that I knew what I was going to say. Oh, you told me already. You had a little lineup. <laughs> did <I>? You did. <laughs> I was I was going back and forth, but it was probably going to be a hybrid of one of kind of mentorship, like I talked about. Oh today. yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was probably going to talk about mentorship and and the importance really of that, you know, because it was, you know, when, when I get asked to talk somewhere, I'm always like, uh, ah, man, like, you know, like I usually go and then I just kind of wing it and I get like a good vibe, but then I end up like in a report somewhere <laughs> that I said something. I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Yeah. You know? and, <laughs> and so I honestly, was like, I should probably pray about this one. And like, maybe, like maybe actually pray that maybe I'd say something to help somebody. <laughs> No, no, really. I was like, I'm going to on the front page. Right. Yeah. Gabe, Gabe seemed really sincere that he was charging people to come here and, and all that stuff. I better and be so ready. I was, like, yeah, yeah. So I was like, I should, I should. Re-. No, I was like, I'm going to start praying. I was yeah. like, which is, who prays? And um, so, I mean, you're a pastor, so. Yeah, you have to. I'm, I'm your pastor. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, it's, it's good to be here. Um, <laughs> good to open up. <laughs> so, so I was like, I really want to bring some. And then I started thinking about like all the things I could maybe bring to a, to a discussion or a conversation. And then I go like. Well, that sounds so boring. Right. Like, wow. Like, do people really listen to boring? Like, man, I could spice it up with my energy. But then I was like, and then, then I get really, and then I start to kind of, and I get real confused on like, what, what do I actually want to bring to somebody? And, and the only real talk I've given was the one you just Christian mentioned. Christian filmmaker. Christian oh filmmaking. my goodness. Go watch that. And listen I didn't know what it. I was going to say. And it was right around the time of knowing Doug Wilson. And I said, I don't really know how to talk. I don't really know. I don't know if I want to talk. I don't know what to say about filmmaking and engage the culture no offense i'm just saying but they just everyone just says the same thing you know and yeah. i was like i don't know how, i don't even know what that means like it's like when people say do it all the glory of god i'm like i don't know what you mean right i'm not oh, sure what that means oh, it's absolutely right? it's vague and so engaging the culture with film i was like, i don't know and then doug said to me why don't you give a talk and try to convince people that they will never be filmmakers yeah i was like oh i could do that <laughs> yeah. and that's kind of and then so as i was thought about the called conference i thought well that's that's what i'll do um, at, at called is all, as I was, I was preparing something, um, which is going to be, was, was going to go a little bit like, um, I left my phone over there. I actually wrote notes, uh. down. <laughs> but, um, just the last segment. Yeah. Just it. Well, I was going to say that don't pay this no attention. Well, okay. I well, I see a number don't, go, well, I was, I, no I was going to say that be very careful about working hard because ultimately wherever you're going to end up with a job. They don't care about hard work. They don't want you to be innovative. They don't want you to be outside the box. There's nowhere you're going to go where you, where that's going to be accepted. And thank you for listening to Cross Politics. Hey. <laughs> it is. Really? Absolutely. Okay. You go to a company, you get somewhere, and you're like, I'm going to change things. I think we can step things up. You will be hated so quickly. You will be despised so quickly. Yep. I mean, it's yep. nobody wants innovation. They'll bring in personality tests for you. They'll do weekend camps for you to be able to get outside your comfort zone, and we're going to climb a mountain together, and we're going to learn to tackle goals and increase our sales because we've all done a team trust fall. Yep. No. They do not want you to do anything special. They want you yep. to shut up and be a cog yeah. and slowly work your way into a position when it opens up. Mm. And we, so that's the reality of a job. That's right. Which is the, this is, goes back to the Daniel thing, which is amazing. You get seven verses into Daniel. These teenagers hauled away from home to a foreign land. And Daniel says, excuse me, I, I, I'm, I'm not going to eat this food from the king. Grabbing those notes. You know, yep. yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. That's seven verses in. That's yep. that's the same deal, though. Is is that's exactly what that's exactly what world, the world wants. Yeah. They they fly the flag of be different, 
fly the flag of be unique, be creative, all this stuff. Yeah. And you get in, and that's exactly what they want. They want you to eat the king's food. And what happens when we get into those situations is you would think that that boldness that we have to want to change things up and yeah. get excited and change the world. What we do is we settle in and say, oh, okay, if that's what you right. want. Which, which means, though, that you, have, you end up— I do up, need a job. You, yeah. But, <laughs> right? but which means, though, is that you actually have to be willing to be hated. Right. Like, like Darren said, you actually right. have to be willing to stand out, stick out, um, and it's going to be over something probably initially fairly insignificant. Yeah, and and I was going to, I mean, and that's where, and that's where I was going to try to explore and, and, and think about. It. I mean, and, and I, I was still staying on a very base level of that, um, in my opinion. And again, I don't go soliciting for people to, to, to say, hey, I'm Darren Doan. I want to tell you what I think, right? I mean, CrossPolitik invited me, called conference invited me. I'm not going around going, hey, I got some thoughts, Gabe. Right. Give me a platform. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so if this is offensive, I didn't ask to be here. No, we asked right? him to be here. <laughs> so, no, but, but it really, my, but the thing is, is that companies, company culture, no matter how it's, they do not want you to be trying to work really, really hard. So if you're at a company, it's probably best not to. And either figure out how you're going to get to somewhere or do something that you can in such a way work, work that hard. Um, but the last 10 years or so, I've just seen this trend of the culture acting like they want the best out of you, mm. you know, acting like, I mean, and Christians are the worst at this. Christians talk, especially reformed, like we're going to somehow change the world and we're going to do all these different things and all that. And then I look down and you got a timer going, mm. right? Like, well, this is how all the other shows do it. <laughs> It's got to be X amount of time because everyone that came before us only talks for an hour yeah. or 48 minutes. You get a commercial break. You get this. And I get it. We've That's seen the fine. survey results. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you can't be talking about me because I flipped the timer over. No, no, no. no, but, no. <laughs> but I say this because this is what I wrestle with. Every time I find myself yeah. going mm. down this road, I go, why? Why am I on this road? Right. Still, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the sign said, go here. Right. And you're like, oh, okay. Right. I'm, I'm going I'm to go here. You should I'm start a, your 401k now. Right, right. You should, right. you know, we assume you the standard. Make, yeah, you should make a, a particular kind of film, and then you should do this in your career, right. and then you should do that, and then you should make an edgy film or try to. But what I was like, what am I doing? You know, like, right. and so, and David knows this. I'm always trying to think, and I was like, why am I doing that? Yep, what? Yeah, like, yeah. And so I say that not as someone that's going, oh, I think this is all you guys are all. You know, I'm not saying like, no, I, I think we have to push ourselves in such a way to go. Wait, wait, wait. This have we really thought about this? Why are we doing it this way? And Again, none of us in a, in, in a unique way work for a particular person as far as we're, we're all kind of doing our, our, our own thing. Um, I work for Jesus. You do. And, and we're <laughs> I thankful do too, for actually. that. I know. <laughs> in a lot of ways, I pay your salary. <laughs> and you kind of work for me. Message. Uh-oh. <laughs> and, this, and this is why I, I, I would have figured and, and, thought, and thought about it more once I got to actually talk about it. But I'm trying no. to develop this idea that I don't know. There's, 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 you're right. Well, you're right. There's something, there's something really big there because I think you're absolutely right. Christians go into, to the business world. They go into, Mm -hmm. you know, post-college life and they go into it with all kinds of naivete. They go into it with all kinds of high hopes and big dreams and, and uh, all to the glory of God. And I'm going to work hard and all this kind of stuff. And I don't think we really know the first thing about, no, what's it really like to be there? What's it going to be like boots on the ground when you got to pay the bills, when you have a wife and kids, right. yep. when, when that's on the line? Like if you, if you go deviate a little, right. you really might get fired. You might right. get past, you might not get the promotion. But what's the flip? I wish we could walk into, I, I would challenge people to walk into a place and say, listen, I want to know how you're going to gauge me and my job performance here. And I want to know what the goals are going to be that I can achieve if not crush. Yeah. Yeah. And if I crush those goals, I want to know then what, what's my next paycheck? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if they say, well, it's not the way things work, you just stepped into a rig game. Let me yeah, tell you something. Right. That's right. You got me fired from a job for thinking like that. Yes. This is, I'm, I'm going to tell you something. Now, look, this is, I'm, yes. no, absolutely. Yeah, and it was, ain't that truth. And yeah. if it wasn't for yeah. that, I wouldn't be here right now. Right. Yeah. And so, I mean, honestly, that kind of thinking right. is what messed up my world. Because when you pick up a camera and so say you want to be a filmmaker, all you're thinking about is how good is my image look. But you're not thinking about the game. You're right. not thinking about, right. and so when I came under you, I, you were like, throw that out there, man. You'll figure out how to work with a camera. Let me put you on the game. 
And that was the most rewarding thing mm. for me learning filmmaking was like I learned how to play the game a little bit. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? And so and it's still to this day, like we still talk about that. That's this keeps me well, sharp. Well, you know? to, to to that point a little bit too, is like what's, oh, what's, sorry, the, what's the predominating culture right now? <laughs> it's like you go to you go to college, you get this degree, and right. you go to get this job right. at this company. Right. Get your cubicle. And get you, your cubicle, sit in your cubicle, right. don't don't mess with anybody's hair. And eat the king's and, meat. And this, but this is right. what it means to be a Calvinist. Yeah. Is we want yeah. we want you to go out and take dominion over the whole right. world. We want you to start businesses. We don't want you to just start be a families. Yeah. Exactly. Start families, but start businesses. Be innovative. Push. Keep but, going. But don't get me wrong. If I got to end on something, I love the guy working in the cubicle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're in the cubicle and one day you say to yourself, "I don't want to be in the cubicle," okay, then all this applies. Yeah. If you're going to that cubicle job and you're like. Praise God. I got a job. I am so thankful to yeah, be here. And you, and you don't yeah. have that burn no, no, to no, like, yeah. you know, but if you're looking around going like, I can't believe the way they do stuff here. Man, if I was running this place, I'd be doing <laughs> right, this. Or right, that. Yeah. So if you have that, if you have that burn, right, then yeah. you got to get out. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. If you don't have that burn, that's great. We love you. We right. need those boots on the ground. Right. Yeah, right. there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Until next week, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight, laugh, and feast. Darren. Thanks again for coming. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you. Go check thank it out. You. What is it? Keeping Bear? Keeping Bear. Like the movie. movie. Yeah. Just Google Darren Down. What's wrong with you people? Okay. What's wrong Uh-oh. with you? Buy my old tweets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, you should have never left Twitter. <laughs>